What's up, broadcast listeners? I'm here with my boy Ethan, my cousin Ashley's fiance. Thank you for having me on. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm living. You know, nice. the weather sucks, so that's why I'm here tonight. Yep. Got to stay the night because I'm not trying to commute in this terrible, terrible weather with these terrible drivers. So is this the Ethan Rob Pod or what? This is the Rob Pod. This is the ER Pod. Nice. The ER Pod, but it's not medical or anything. It's just Ethan and Rob <laughs> emergency room pod. <laughs> cool. So I guess we'll get into how we know each other. I met Ethan when I was 13. Yeah. Um, I was online chatting and I met Weddle in a room and we <laughs> met up. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he lured me into a restaurant. Yeah. I was, I was expecting Chris Hansen, but Weddle came. So I was like, ah, all right. At least it's a kid this time. So yeah, that's how we met. But no, um, we went to the wharf in Monterey, right? Yeah. Yeah. We went around went to, Monterey. Went to Players. No, 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 that was in that was the second time. Oh no, we you're yeah. right. No, yeah. we went to Monterey, and um, I think I had clam chowder for the first time. So I said yeah. I didn't like it. I was like, I don't like it. And Ashley's like, you didn't try it. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. But I think her and I were only dating. Oh shit! Probably like two years at that point. That think, was 2013. Yeah. 2013. Yeah, that was 2013. Oh no, that we year. were barely dating then. Was it? No, was it? No, I was in eighth grade. So that was 2014. Okay, yeah. So we were together about a year then. Yeah. And then I met you guys. And then this year we'll be together 10 years. So Dang. we've known each other almost 10 years now. Dang. That's wild. How does dude. that go? It goes, man. It goes by fast, right? <laughs> it's super fast. Yeah. Dumb fast. And I lived here for a while. Yeah, he did. He lived in, he lived in the same room that we're recording in. In the very room. We're sitting where um, my PlayStation used to be hooked yeah, up. Yeah, against the window. Uh-huh. And I would just scream. Yeah. In like the middle of the night. Yeah, remember those days? Yeah, those was good times. Or come in, you'd be just zoned in. Oh, playing yeah. World War Two. Yep. Yeah, dude. Modern Warfare. Just playing games, hanging out. And yeah, yeah. it was good times here. Yeah. Some cool little ghost stories from around here. When, uh, oh, that was weird. When you uh, told the ghost to stop. Was it? A, was it? Yeah, that was yeah. when um, there were some people hanging out over here and... I came home from work and that's when you guys were like, Oh, one of the doors is knocking. Like there's just constant knocking. And I was like, Hey, knock it off now. And then there was no more knocking after that. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Who came over? I think it was Jason. Jason was here. Yeah. And then there was like ghost things happening, right? Yeah. That's when the knocking was happening. Yeah. And then, then there was the day that I came home from work, super tired, lay down. And then I thought you walked into the room. So, and I thought you like walked in and then I thought you walked right out cause you saw me sleeping. Yeah. So I got up and I was like, Hey man, like I'm awake. Like you can come over here. Like I'm awake. And I walk out into the house and nobody's here. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, somebody clearly walked in and walked out. Like I could kind of see without my glasses on half asleep. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty freaky. For those that don't know, I would just come into Ethan's room looking for him random, yeah. at random times. Yeah. So that makes sense why he came back to find me, but I wasn't home. Yeah. Cause I was just, when I was living here, I was like, if I'm here, just knock on the door or just walk in yeah. and I'll just be chilling. Most of the time I was just either playing games or watching TV or just asleep. And that happened. And then it was the knocking and then it got really mm -hmm. weird. Cause so for those that don't know my mom, she's kind of tough. So when things kinda? happen, you know, <laughs> she, whenever things happen, she kind of just brushes it off. But I don't know what had happened, but she had gotten really scared. Mm -hmm. So she had called her friend and her friend knew like a, I don't know what she is, but she knew like a, like a kind of a ritual type thing. So she came to the house and she cleansed it. She did like this whole sage. Yeah, sage and all thing. That, huh? I walked the whole house with salt, sprinkled it on the floor, all the whole perimeter of the house, even the backyard. And then she did like her thing. She had like a the sage on the on a conch. Mm. And then she had her feather and she was like saying a couple of things and she was like sprinkling it yeah, around yeah. the whole house. And the next day I was watching TV <laughs> And I look in the reflection. I forgot what reflection it was. It might have been the TV when it went black, like when the commercial changes. And I seen some kid walk past the house, and he flipped off the house and kept moving. But you and said I, you've never seen that kid. No. And then I walked outside to see where he went, and I couldn't. I didn't see him anymore. And see, that's weird because you've lived here forever. Yeah. So you kind of know all the kids on the block that passed by. And that kid's never been by again. No. Yeah. See, that's weird. And then he flipped off my house. Like, who would I piss off to do that? Yeah, especially in this, like, the most chill house on the block. It's yeah. not like you have, like, an obnoxious dog or no. you party, like, super late or anything. No. Yeah, that's weird. See, the, I don't know, man. The whole ghost things. like, I personally don't believe in, like, a ghost. Like, I don't, like... So how does that make sense? Because I know you're kind of, like, a... 
I don't have like a lot of knowledge on the demons and stuff. Well, that's just because my grandma's a pastor. So okay. my my dad's mom and dad were uh, my grandpa was a pastor, mm-hmm. but in ninety nine he passed away, and then my grandma kind of became a pastor. And so growing up, there's always just been talk of the church and the Lord and mm-hmm. you know the devil and Satan and revelations and you know all these things. Yeah. So I've always just kind of had an understanding of you know there's good, there's bad. You know, you don't do this because of demonic entities or things like that. So when it comes, when I say I don't believe in like a ghost, I mean like, oh, you know, grandpa passed away. Mm-hmm. Oh, his ghost is still here in the house. Like, no, that's not grandpa. But if you believe that that's grandpa, say you think, oh, that's grandpa Joe. He passed away. Mm-hmm. And oh, hey, grandpa Joe, like, oh, the light flickered on. That's grandpa Joe. And for my belief, my personal belief is you're giving whether it's a demonic entity or like anything like that, you're giving it life. You're giving it permission by making it that person. Because I believe when you die, whether you believe in heaven or hell, reincarnation, any kind of afterlife, I believe that once you die, you're gone. Mm-hmm. You're, you, there's no reason to stay here on earth anymore. I don't care how traumatic your experience was leaving this earth. Mm-hmm. Once you're gone, you're gone. And you carry on into another life or heaven or hell, whatever you believe. So I don't see why somebody would hang around in, oh, this this lady died in this mansion because her husband went off to war and died and she lost her son. So she killed herself and now she haunts it in this black dress on the staircase. I, I think it's, it's bullshit. BS. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. I don't so, know if I can cuss, but that's OK. Yeah, no, I cuss we, like a sailor. So. All right. So I think it's bullshit. Okay. Not to disrespect anybody, but I don't buy that. So when you say that you're you said your grandma would say like, oh, you don't do these things because of demonic so what are the things, what's an example? So like, just kind of like that. Like if you hear a noise and you call out to it, like, hello, mm-hmm. like, like, come here, come stay. And then of course, you know, the whole classic, you know, the Ouija board, the Ouija okay. board. Like I have a, a family member, I won't say who, but I have a family member that wholeheartedly believes that <laughs> every Ouija board that you see in the store, you see a Ouija board at Target, you can see them at, um, you know, uh, Walmart, you can order them on Amazon. Every single Ouija board that is produced and put out mm-hmm. for sale has been blessed or cursed by a warlock or a witch. Every single one. Was it going to be the person, the, the type person in the factory building it or what? That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, okay. Like, I'm like, is the person is like, are there witches and warlocks in China or do they just China send <laughs> it to them and then they bless it and then they send it to Walmart? I'm like, who? I'm like, I'm like, is it? I, toys just, I like to think that there's like a huge warehouse, like an Amazon type warehouse. Mm-hmm. And there's just all these witches and warlocks and like, it's like a conveyor belt line and they're, they're just doing, and they're just doing these blessings, but they're wearing like cool wizard hats and witches hats. And they're just like blessing, but they still get their 15 minute and their lunch. They get their 15 bucks an hour. They, they probably get good benefits. 15 bucks wouldn't be bad for a witch they're or probably, a warlock. Hopefully they're unionized. They should. You imagine they're protesting just on their broomsticks, just going in I circles, know. flying in circles, protesting. Yeah, in the front. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, you don't play with the Ouija board because a oh, Ouija board is, that's a demonic, that's Satan. Even I have people in my family that even believe that movies can open up a, a doorway. That's their, their favorite thing is it opens up a doorway. It opens up the door. So like, for example, you don't watch The Exorcist because that'll open up a doorway. Hmm. So, I mean, do you think it's like a physical doorway, or could it be more like a mental one? Like it kind of unlocks a new, like a new fear. I feel like more of like a spiritual doorway, like okay. a spiritual doorway into like the next life, so to speak, mm. like into the the next realm, you know, like the the spiritual realm. Okay. Which I mean, you know, if you take mushrooms or acid, you can tap into the spiritual realm. That's what yeah. a lot of people believe. Yeah. I've never taken any yet, but. From what I've heard, mm-hmm. you tap into like some other spiritual realm. It's like mirrors, like right? It's like a little door. Yeah, I guess. Like I've heard a bunch of like different interpretations for it, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like I said, I've I've experienced a thing or two in my life, mm-hmm. but most of the time, it can just be easily explained away. What was that one story you told me about? Someone's I don't know if it was, I don't correct me if I'm wrong. Someone saw your grandpa in the in the porch or something. And they were certain it was him. They saw something in your grandma's house. No, no, no. House? that that was, was that? um that was Ashley. Oh, so okay. um, man, this was years ago. So my grandpa he he passed away in 2020, but before that, um, we had a house in Gonzales because that's where I grew up in Gonzales, 
and our house was, man, it was like over a hundred years old. Like this house was old. That's the one that was like always cold. Yeah. It was like, you'd go outside in the mornings to warm up. Like, that's not a joke. Like you'd wake up in the morning and see your breath in the house. We had no heater, no insulation, like no nothing, hardwood floors. So in the mornings we would go outside where it's 35 degrees to warm up Okay. because that's how cold the house was. So, um, excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, so my, we, we went over there one night and when you would walk into the house to the right hand side was this big dining room and it had a few windows in there and we had this big dining room table. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the table, when you would look down, that's where my grandma's seat was and my grandpa would sit there too. So we walk into the house and my grandma's sitting on the couch and we're all saying hello. And it was late. It was me, um, Ashley, my mom, and I believe my sister as well. So we walked in just to say hi really quick when we're passing through and we're all just talking and stuff. And I asked my grandma like, Oh, where's grandpa? And she goes, oh, I think he's in his room. He might be asleep. I'm not sure. So we go over there. I open the door a little bit, look inside. My grandpa's sound asleep. My grandpa was one of the sweetest men ever alive. There's no way that he would hear us come over and not come out and say hi. Like he'd put on a t-shirt, come outside, say hi to everybody. He wasn't rude. Like he did not have one rude bone in his body. So I look in there. He's asleep. I'm like, oh, yeah, Papa's asleep, whatever. We visit for a little bit. We take off. Ashley's like, I saw your grandpa. I'm like, what do you mean you saw him? She goes, when we went in, in the dining room, the lights were off. But I seen a silhouette of a man sitting at the end of the table. And then I looked. I saw him. We looked back. We're talking. She goes, I look back. He's gone. And I said, that's impossible. That's not, that wasn't my grandpa. Cause you saw him in the room. Exactly. And he was sound asleep. Now, if that would have been my grandpa sitting there with a shirt off, yeah, he would have ran to the room to throw a shirt on, then come and say hello. Yeah. But there's no way that he would have sat there. We came in and he would have went to the room and laid down and pretended to be asleep. So, you know, she said she saw something. She was pretty wigged out about it. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's understandable. Like it's a pretty freaky thing to see. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a shadow or two and my, um, other grandma, uh, I won't say where she lives because she currently lives there, but where she lives in that town, um, at her house, there's a lot of people who have stories from there. A lot of my family has stories about that house. Really? Oh, yeah. Even my dad. Um, my dad and my tias, when they were young, they have ghost stories in that house or entity stories or whatever you want to call them. They would see a Native American man. Really? Like full like Native American. like Headdress and all? No, or just like, I think he would have a headdress. I'm not sure, but like war paint, everything. Where would he see him? Just standing in the house. Anytime they left the house, mm-hmm. when they were driving away from the house, they'd look at the window and he would be standing in the window. Damn. And they would even freak out. And my grandma would tell them, don't look at the house. Like, don't look. Because growing up, when my dad and them were growing up, um, my grandma and grandpa, like, they partied. They partied yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, it was in the seventies when they got saved. So they started going to the church when they got involved in the church was yeah. they're saved. Okay. Yeah. That's what, yeah. When you get saved, you're involved with church. So once they were saved, they turned their life to the Lord and they started just attending church. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things in the house kind of stopped, but some things didn't. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, and this, there's always just turmoil, but they do say, I mean, this is just growing up in the church and I'm sure other people out there have heard it too, that when you serve the Lord, you know, they say you serve the Lord with a shield and a sword because you're constantly at battle, whether you're at battle with the world, you're at battle with yourself or you're at battle with demonic entities and the devil. Yeah. So you're constantly having to fight those demons to keep your faith. I'm assuming that's either in the physical world or within yourself, right? Some say it's both. Okay. Some say like you're literally fighting demons daily. Yeah. And then some people say, you know, you also fight demons within yourself. Nobody's yeah. perfect. No. So it's like, you know, you have to obviously admit when you're having sinful ideas or sinful urges. So yeah. you have to own up to those. So that's a fight within yourself. And then you also have, you know, I mean, people think that they're fighting demons every day, like real demons. You know, that's what, that's when you get the people that go out there and protest and do all that dumb shit. You ever listen to those people that are on King and Story? You ever like pass by there and you actually yeah. listen? I, I don't know what they're saying ever. I don't know. Like sometimes he's speaking Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, yeah. so I don't know. But okay. it's funny because sometimes I take that way to go home. Mm-hmm. Oh, you I can, just, right? Yeah, because yeah. I just work down the street. So yeah. I got to get on the 101 because I live in Hollister. So um, I'll go down that way if I have to put gas. Mm-hmm. 
And then they're out there and dude, they're talking so loud. Like I'll be on the phone with Ashley in the car and she's like, who the hell's yelling? And I'm like, Oh, the guy down yeah. the street. I'm like, yeah. he's got a nice speaker though. It's loud. Yeah. I super loud. It's, but... probably that, it's probably that flea market one that lights up. <laughs> <laughs> dude, those are nice though. My friend got one for his, for his bad, uh, not bachelor party for his graduation party. Oh, okay. Yeah. That fool took it in the shower with him. I heard. So he I, said, I feel like those things got like a year life to them and then that's it. A friend of mine has one he bought a few years back. I saw a uh, video online and um, it was with a couple of uh, cartel fellas. Okay. They were doing something not so nice to someone and they had one of those speakers in the background. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's like the guy was having the worst time of his life. Well, the end of his life. And I'm like, I look in the background of the video and I'm like, oh, they got one of the Pulia uh, speakers. It's just, <laughs> like, just spinning oh, rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't on, it was just there in the corner. Like I said, while well, this poor bastard was, you know, getting a part of his body removed from him while he was still alive, so that poor dude. Yeah. But do you feel, do you ever? So I had like a, I heard a story about like those gore videos. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like when you first watched, when you watched your first one, did it like change something in you? Yeah, man. It was. Um, I've watched a lot over the years. Um, I still watch them to this day. Um, I can't. Yeah, and they're they're not nice. They're yeah. not. It's not like it's fun. I don't get like a, uh, I don't get like enjoyment out of it. Because some people, will, like at least in high school, people would work. I remember I was in my in my econ class. This dude pulled it up on a Chromebook, mm. and some dude jumped off of an electrical like tower mm-hmm. and, let, and like he like splatted on the ground, and that dude was like laughing at him. Yeah, I, I mean, I've laughed at, oh. <laughs> I've laughed at a few. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I laughed. Uh, um, I used to hang out with this group of friends. Um, they're not friends anymore, but I used to hang out with these guys, um, like right when I was out of high school and, uh, we would just get like, just blitzed out of our mind. We'd either get mm-hmm. super stoned or drunk and just watch gore videos online. They didn't keep and, you guys out? Nah. Cause it just like, you know, I, I, man, I was a kid watching horror movies. Okay. Like I remember I was probably... Oh man, let's see. Probably like third, fourth grade watching like Chucky movies. Okay. Watching like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um I had a full like VHS collection mm-hmm. of uh Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th like by the time I was in middle school. So like I was allowed to watch horror movies. Like my mm-hmm. parents were like you can't watch American Pie. You can't watch Road Trip. I couldn't either. You know, like I, I couldn't watch those movies. Stuff with nudity, it was off limits for me. Yeah, like like sexually like explicit stuff, I couldn't yeah. watch. Like, well, I feel like for a kid, you could, you probably shouldn't be watching that. Like I, 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 I was able to watch From Dusk Till Dawn, and I mean, there's a pretty big chunk of that movie where they just go to a titty bar yeah. and it's just titties everywhere. And then yeah, the girls turn into vampires and maul everybody to death. But yeah. I was allowed to watch that. But like just for stuff being gross, like mm-hmm. you know, Freddie got fingered and. I wasn't allowed to watch that kind of shit. Okay. Yeah. But I'd watch it when I go to my cousin's house because they could watch it. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Robbie because Robbie, you know what's up. You'll listen to this. You know, they'd always watch American Pie and Road Trip. And that's where I got to watch all that. Dude, I couldn't even watch South Park as a kid. I couldn't either. Yeah. But I could watch Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I watched Beavis and Butthead. That was fine. That, no, that was pretty bad. Dude, I wasn't allowed to watch South Park, but I don't know if you know the show, Celebrity Deathmatch. I've heard it. So it used to come it. on. It used to come on MTV, and they would get like random celebrities, but it was all claymation, oh, and they would yeah. wrestle like WWF style wrestling. So they would get like Pamela Anderson versus Carmen Electra. Okay. And like Carmen Electra, like Pamela Anderson, like you know she's got the big fake boobs. Mm-hmm. So Carmen Electra would like blow her boobs up, but it was like blood and like silicone. Oh, so it was pretty like yeah. it was really gory, but it was all clay. So it was it wasn't bad. Yeah, YouTube it if you got a minute because okay. it's it's like it's a sick show. Like it was fun. Yeah, Stone Cold would be on there. The Rock would be on there. So it was a cool show. I was allowed to watch that, but South Park, no dice. You can't watch South Park. I still even so because I couldn't watch it as a kid. I still have no interest in watching it. I like it when I see it like at someone's house. I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. But I haven't like gone out of my way to turn it on. I like it because they just like. They kind of tackle like today's issues and that like it's like jokes and shit, but mm-hmm. they kind of like go to a real issue. Oh, okay. Like it's it's interesting. Like it's not like Family Guy and all that other shit. And like Simpsons was cool. I like, like the Simpsons. Now they're whack. But yeah. the old Simpsons are like the best, dude. I love the Simpsons. Yeah, I watched um 
how many seasons are there? I got towards like the last one. I think I finished, I quote unquote finished it because I, I watched it to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. But I got to like the very last episode and I was like, dude, this blows compared to like the 90s episodes. Yeah. Or even the 80s. It's, it's just really like, I don't know. I don't like seeing Bart with an iPhone. That or, makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Like I, cause I grew up watching Simpsons. So yeah. it's like, I'm used to it. But back to the, the gore topic. Yeah. So yeah, I, when I, when I grew up, like I always was able to like distinguish like, okay, like monsters aren't real. Mm-hmm. So like, I was never scared of monsters. I wasn't scared of Chucky. I wasn't scared of Freddy. Like, I'm like, that stuff's not real. It's all fake. The stuff that did scare me though, was like home invasions, that's robberies, so scary. because yeah. that stuff's real. It that stuff could still day. happen right now. Yeah. But when it came to like gore, I discovered it probably when I was in middle school with rotten.com. And those are just like pictures. So it'd be like a picture of like a guy who got his head cut off with a helicopter. And they'd show like his body without a head. Mm-hmm. They'd show like, you know, skull and blood splattered everywhere. And then it'd be like a picture of his brain. And then they had this really in, like infamous photo. It was this um, deadlifter guy and he was squatting doing deadlifts, but his like intestines came out of his ass. So it was like a picture of like his guts coming out of his ass. So like I'm in fuck fifth, sixth grade looking at this shit. And I was just like, man, like, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. But it just like, you know, it's kind of like, all right, whatever. But I mean, like when you see a video of a guy getting his whole chest ripped open and his heart pulled out, Mm -hmm. it's pretty brutal. Like it does. There are some videos that I have watched. um, That's pretty traumatizing. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, Shout out to my cousin, Michael, and shout out to my cousin, David. (laughs) One day, uh, we used to go on this website. It's not around anymore, okay. but it's called, it was called Best Gore. Oh, is that around no more? No, no, Best Gore is gone oh, now. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, it's more. gone now. So that was like the site, dude. That was like, I checked that thing daily. Like, so, so it was constantly like, getting up like new uploads? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. When, when we first started going on it, I think my cousin Michael brought it up to me. And, he, and I'm like, dude, let's check it out. It probably had like 50 pages. And... The last time I remember going on there, it had thousands of pages and it was just, you'd go through and it was just video pictures like of the worst of the worst from car crashes to cartel to like, you know, people offing themselves. Like it was everything on there. So it's like, if you really want to desensitize yourself to that shit, that was the site to go to. And we would go on there. And so there's this one video. It's, um, I think it's like these Russian guys or whatever, these soldiers that got mm-hmm. caught and they're all getting like beheaded and shit. So um, we show my cousin David mm-hmm. or like, hey, David, like watch this shit. And this dude, like uh, he doesn't like that kind of shit. Yeah. Like not even like movie stuff. Like in a movie, if someone gets their head stomped, like he'll get all nauseous. Oh, So we show him this beheading and he was probably like in shock for like a week. Like he was out of it. Like I remember like his eyes got like, like he got teary eyed, like he wasn't crying, but he got like teary eyed and he's like, I don't feel good. He's like, I feel like, like I'm out of my body. And he was messed up for like a week. Like, dude, we messed him up. And like to us, we're like, oh, like that's funny. But you know, it's, it's, you shouldn't do it to people. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, you know, it, it is fucked up to watch because it's, it's people at the end of the day. Yeah. Like regardless if it's like some cartel bullshit or some other nonsense at the end of the day like that's a human being yeah and they're suffering pretty bad yeah so it's it's not nice how do you deal with um how do you do when you see like your own blood like you ever get your blood drawn yeah how do you how does can you look at it when it happens 100 percent doesn't okay. bother me yeah. see it used to not bug me like i remember i was uh i got my my i got my i think i donated blood in high school and i remember it i felt the like the tube on my arm resting and once the blood started flowing out I felt my forearm get warm because I felt mm-hmm. it against the pipe, yeah. the tube. And I looked at my blood and it was just being moved in like a little like cradle, just keeping it moving. And oh, that didn't yeah. bother yeah. me. But now I got my blood drawn last week and I was like, I don't want to look at this. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm weird because, well, when I was a kid, um, I, I, I got my blood drawn for the first time. I was probably like 12 or 13. And my mom was with me, of course. And she's sitting next to me and they, you know, they put the IV in or whatever to draw the blood and the blood starts coming out and it was like the swirly little tube where the blood was coming out of. Yeah. And I remember my mom was like, don't look at it. Don't. And I was like, no, like I, I want to see it. Like, and it was going up the tube and I was like, dude, this is cool. Like yeah. I dig this. It didn't bother me. 
hmm. you know, then I got some orange juice and a cookie after. So I was like, oh, I was pretty sick. That was the best part. They always had the, 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 the most snacks. Yeah. They gave you like, they remember the, um, the doctor's office I went to, they gave us like, they gave me a Chips Ahoy. Okay. They had like a whole thing of Chips Ahoy and they just like opened it. They're like, grab as many as you want. And I was like, dude, hell yeah. I they like weren't a, stingy. Oh, no, dude. I grabbed like a handful of Chips Ahoy and like a big old glass of orange juice. And they were like, oh, you got to sit here for like 15 minutes just to make sure you're okay. And I was like, dude, I get to sit here. I, I got to, yeah. one, I got to miss school. Okay. Two, um, I got to see my blood come out, which was pretty tight. Then I got cookies and drink. I'm like, dude, I'll get my blood drawn every day. Like, I don't give a shit. It was cool. When people donate plasma, is it is it blood? Or is I'll it be something honest, else? Dude, I have no idea. I'm is too it, dumb for that. Is it the plasma in your blood? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. No. But yeah, like, I, just, I have a thing to where it's like, if I have a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. So majority of my tattoos are pretty like I can see them like I have like my neck tattooed the back of my head tattooed obviously I can't watch those get tattooed but when I've gotten my legs and even like my stomach and my chest and my arms I have to look at it like sometimes I don't stare at it like the whole time it's going on but if something's like really painful I'll turn and look at it like when I got a piece of my elbow tattooed Mm -hmm. I was like this is gonna suck so I turned and I looked at it does it feel like a really sharp pain like a like or it, like a, I don't know how to explain it, but is it like like you feel it in your nerves, or is oh, it just straight elbow? up bone? Yeah, uh, it just yeah, it's I don't know. It's hard for me to explain. I mean, everybody feels it differently. Okay, but for me, it was just like like you know when you're skating and you fall and you just your elbow yeah. and you're like oh shit and you yeah. like pull your elbow away and you rub it really quick. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but you obviously can't pull away and rub. Yeah. So it's just like for, for me personally, it just felt like road rash. Like just mm, like okay, see just a mean. long road rash of just ain't 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 ain't, and I was just like, God damn, I want to pull away. <laughs> I feel like it would suck to get um a needle on your funny bone, like on accident. Oh, that would suck. Yeah, I mean, I got my knee tattooed, and that was that was one of the roughest ones I had. Worse than your head? Uh, no, head was number one. The number worst. One. The back of my head was number one. The worst. Was there a certain spot that was worse than the rest of it? Mm, just the head. Like the, probably like the top part of it, more of the top part. And then the bottom of like the back of my neck, because it goes from the bottom Mm -hmm. of the back of my neck all the way, like to the back of my head. So that one was, that one was rough, man. That one was, that was almost a tap out one where it was like, Hey dude, I'm done. Like, I'll see you later. Dang. I want, do you think the head hurts more than the wiener? It's probably a whole different kind of pain. I think so. I think so. Because if you think about it. You could tattoo you could tattoo your bicep and you got muscle there, and the wee wee is nothing but muscle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. that's true. So I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't have that, and I'm not gonna get that. Yeah. But I mean, I would imagine it's probably not that bad. I mean, all tattoos hurt. If anybody tells you oh, tattoos don't hurt, they're fucking lying. All tattoos hurt. I don't care who you are. That shit hurts. Like it's it's okay to admit. Like, hey, man, this hurts. Yeah. But it's like, it comes with the territory. It's just like, if you're going to get them, they're going to hurt. They're going to suck. That's the cool part, though. If you get, like, in a crazy spot, it's like, oh, that guy got that. Yeah, I've had a few people, like, you did the back of your head? And I'm like, yeah. And honestly, when I got the back of my head done, I think I even told you, I was like, I'm not doing the rest of my head at all. And now, like, I want to do, like, the side of my head. <laughs> and on your face? Or what would you do your face? I would eventually in life. I, I Yeah. I mean, I reached a point pretty early into getting tattooed where it's like, I didn't care. I'm just like, you know what, man? Like I'm a, I'm a hard worker. I'm a good person. Like, and if, if a tattoo is gonna prevent somebody from seeing that, then it's like, I don't want to do business with that person. Like, I don't want to fuck with that person. If, if someone looks at me and is like, I don't want to talk to that guy because the way he looks, then Mm -hmm. it's like, well, that person's a piece of shit then. Yeah. Like, and I I don't want to do nothing with, I don't have no business with them. Yeah. Like, Cause to me, it's like, dude, tattoos, like they're not what they used to be. Like back in the day, if you had tattoos, it was like, you were a badass. Yeah. That's not the case nowadays, dude. Anybody can get a tattoo. Yeah. There's a lot of stupid ways to get tattooed nowadays. What's your opinion on the whole like Amazon stick and poke kit that people do? They'll give it to themselves. I mean, that's, it's cool. Just know that that shit's forever, dude. Cause I have, I have a few tattoos that I regret yeah. and, and you know, and I got my shit done. I mean, I had one that I regretted because it was just fucking ugly, but I got that covered up. And then I had another one that was pretty ugly, but that's also covered up. But, um, you know, I've had a few a few rough ones. Uh, 
I've had a few uh, done on kitchen tables and at friends' houses and shit like that. But you know, it, it, with kids nowadays, like when just young young people nowadays, when they're just like, oh, I want to go and you know get a stick poke kit and stick poke like something under my eye it's like dude you got to realize like that shit's there forever yeah like it's there forever that part doesn't concern me too much it's more like what if you fuck up i mean stick poke yeah i mean stick poke tattoos they're cool they're not really for me yeah i used to like them a few years ago i was like man they're pretty cool i mean i wouldn't mind getting a kit and like you know messing around yeah i'll put a little simpson character on my thigh but i just know it's gonna come out like shit yeah like i know it's gonna look shitty but it's just like i can laugh at it yeah like Who's going to see my thigh? Not many people. Me. Yeah. My fiance. That's it. And maybe if I go like swimming at a pool. Yeah. But that's like if I do it down low. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. It's, I just think like for people like, I'm not the tattoo expert. I'm not the tattoo guy. I don't try to portray myself as that. But, you know, people have asked me before, like complete strangers have Mm -hmm. asked me, you know, opinions about tattoos. And I just tell them, like, really think about it. Like, I've even told you. Yeah. Like, if you want a tattoo, think about it for a year. I know a year seems like a long time, but it's really not. Because you changed quite a bit in that year time frame. Like, your, I guess, like, your... Yeah, your interest. Yeah, because yeah, you could be like, you know what, man? I want, like, a, a boat. I want a sailboat. Like, a cool pirate sailboat on my arm. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, dude. That's badass. Cool. Yeah. All right, think about that for a year. In a year, you could be like, dude, I don't want that shit no more. I wanted a cross on my back for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> like when I was in high school, like, that looks sick. And then next thing you know, a year later, I was like, think, uh, dude, I wanted, think when you get that. I wanted a, on my forearm, well, not my forearm, on the side of my right arm, mm-hmm. I wanted to get a trailer, um, not a trailer, a, uh, uh, like from the train, mm-hmm. like a, like a train cart. With like graffiti on it. You told me that, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that and I wanted, I wanted to get that dude so bad, and I was like, that thing would look so sick. And I am so happy I never did it. Yeah. And even when I got my first one, I was in high school, but I got something that I, I knew I wasn't gonna regret. Which one was that one? My misfit skull. Oh yeah. I mean, it's fucking huge, yeah. but it's like you know, I should have got it maybe a little bit smaller. But I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna regret it. And I went. I did go through a few years where I was like, I fucking hate this tattoo. Like, I don't like it. I wish I could cover it up. But now I'm just like, ah, dude, it's there. Do you ever look at it and it like, just takes you back? Every, every time I see it. Yeah. Every time I see it, I'm just like, it takes me back to that day. Yeah, I think I fucking, there's beauty in that for sure. Oh yeah, it's, it's a good story. It's a cool memory. Yeah. Like I got one too that um, I got done at my buddy David's house. Um, we used to party hard back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like party hard. Um, he doesn't party anymore. But um, we were partying and getting tattooed. So we were getting super drunk and getting tattooed. And I got one there on the kitchen table, all completely done single needle, no shader. So it Damn. just hurt, dude. How and long did it take? I had probably like an hour and a half, okay. two hours okay. maybe. I, I was drunk, dude. So I don't know. I even woke up the next day like, oh, shit. Like I got that tattooed on me. Like, well, see, so were you blacked right. out when that happened? Not blacked out, but just drunk enough. Okay. Kind of like how we got that one night. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> when we took all those pictures. Uh, yeah, dude. It was kind of like that kind of thing where I woke up the next day like, did that shit really happen? And I was like, fuck. Like, all right, it's there forever. Like, yeah. But I don't know. I've always just been the type that like, I just accept things. Like, all right, like, whatever. No big, no big deal. Like, Dang. it is what it is. Okay. Like, even though it's permanent, it's just like, eh, it's me, dude. Like, that's why I went full on like... I'll tattoo my hands, I'll do my throat, I'll do my neck, I'll do my head. Like, I went full in because I was just like, why not? But my advice to people like with you or to Ashley or anybody mm-hmm. else, I'm like, don't tattoo your arms. You know, don't tattoo your neck. Don't tattoo your hands. Like, just take your time. By arms, you mean it. like the whole arm or like the, the closer to the exposed area? Whatever shows when you're wearing a short sleeve. Okay. Don't tattoo those parts. Because I went full in and mm-hmm. I mean, I've worked jobs where I had to wear long sleeves. Well, like, so going back to where you said like tattoos aren't what they used to be, do you see like the culture towards tattoos changing as the years go by? Like maybe like when you first got into the workforce to now, it's 100%. a little it's a little more lenient. Hundred percent, dude. I used to work at Starbucks, and I was told I had to cover, and I didn't even have as many tattoos as I have now. I had one tattoo that like demon face thing mm-hmm. I have on my arm. I had that. And that stupid owl that I have on my forearm. I like that owl. I don't like it anymore. I think it's sick. Angel likes it. But <laughs> inside joke, but not, nah, um, 
I don't like that tattoo anymore. Okay. So I'll, I'm going to get it covered up. But I that's the only tattoos I had at the time. And when I would go into Starbucks, it was cover your tattoos, cover your tattoos. And the Starbucks that I worked at, mm-hmm. the fucking town would get hot, dude. I was working at King City. The summers were blazing hot. So I would have to wear a black long sleeve plus like a black button up Starbucks oh, I forgot. shirt. Yeah. So I had to wear yeah. double layers? You double layer it. And it was fucking hot, dude, roasting. I mean, inside was AC'd up, mm-hmm. but, you know, it gets hot. And wearing your long sleeve and, you know, I worked the bar and shit. Yeah, so my sleeves drinks. would get wet. Oh. And dude, there's nothing worse than when your sleeve gets wet. No. And I'd roll it up and, hey, you can't show your tattoo. Dude, now you go into Starbucks, septum piercings, green yeah. hair, tattoos everywhere. It's like their trademark painted. now. And it's cool. Like, hey, more power to you. Like, yeah. But when I worked there, cover your tattoos. That's crazy how that changes. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, look at now, like where I work, I won't say where I work or what I do, but yeah, no. they don't give a shit about my tattoos. Yeah. They don't care at all. Well, you tat- I mean, that sounds like corny, but unless it's like a, like a gang gang tattoo, your tattoo shouldn't really matter. Unless oh, it's like, you yeah, know, dude, I mean, if you got XIV across your face, it's like, or a swastika on your head, you know, it's like, Hey, it's pretty rough. Yeah. That's a rough one. But if you just got something cool, it's not, it shouldn't be a big deal. Or if you, you know, I mean, if you got a, big old naked chick on your arm it's like yeah maybe you're not gonna be able to show that at work which is understandable yeah. that's understandable you know you can't have a bunch of titties out and everything like that nah at your workplace but you know i mean i i'll still wear long sleeves and stuff like that but most of the time i just do that for me like yeah. but it does it does get a little annoying when um you know you get approached we were just in bakersfield um ashley and i were just in bakersfield and uh uh, Chachi and I went to go get uh, coffee one morning at the Starbucks and this guy was like he he told me like he's like oh man he's like it's a cool tattoo like on your throat and I was like oh thanks man he's like yeah he's like man I was wondering like what does this guy do for a living with all these tattoos he's like what do you do he's all this was the worker oh really? like I'm ordering drinks and he's asking me this shit and then I just told him I was like oh man I work here like I do this and he's like Really? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And he's like, no way. He's like, I was thinking like, man, this guy's all tatted up. Like, how does he, like, where does he work? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like you can have tattoos and have a job. Like, mm-hmm. like it's okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, Chachi was just like, what the hell, dude? Like, is this guy's tripping? And I was like, dude, I was like, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like, yeah. it's okay to have tattoos. And then, and when we were there too, that time in Bakersfield, we went to that coffee shop. Remember that guy was like, oh, dude, your tattoos. And, Oh, you're right. He started leaving, like, right? Yeah, remember, yeah. We just sat down. He was leaving, and then remember yeah. he started like pulling up his sleeves, and he's like, "I got this done. I got this done." And I was just like, "All right, bro, cool." Like, Dang. Yeah, no, I, I feel like not maybe almost every single time I go out with you, there's always someone that's like, "Oh, your tattoos." It's annoying. Some people are annoying. Like at some the, people are at cool. the zoomies. Oh, the zoomies though. What's up, bros? Yeah, I'll walk right out of the zoomies, dude. I I don't know. Not to hate on Zoomies, but I fucking hate Zoomies. You think it's like a certain personality to work at Zoomies? I think so. Like they have a criteria you have to meet? Oh, well, they have a, um, what's it called? Like a, like they, they get paid mostly just off commissions. Yeah. So it's like they got to hustle when you go in there. That's why they bug the fuck out of you. Vans, Zoomies, like they got to make that money. I think that's shitty though for a job to do that. Like when you go pay and they're like, did anybody help you out today? Yeah. And it's just like, dude, like the fuck? Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. And if you say nobody, depending on who, depending on who it is, like the, you get a mean look and they look around. I hate when they're like, "Did anybody help you today?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Who?" And I was like, "Oh, what fucking person over there?" Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I didn't ask yeah. their name or what they. I'm not gonna describe them to you. Yeah. Like well, some people have you. I mean, before at least I feel like more people would say, "Oh, my name is Jack. Let me know if you need anything." Yeah, that don't really happen anymore. No. But now I'm just like, oh, the dude with the beanie on. Like I went to Vans to go buy Vans, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, I'm so done buying fucking Vans, dude. Why are you too expensive? I'm going to go on a Van rant, dude. They fucking suck, dude. Those shoes are terrible now. Why? I don't For know. your feet or just in general? In, gen- in feet and everything. Comfort, how long they last. I mean, I fucking burn through shoes. Yeah. But um, I bought a pair of high top, the you know, the, like the Skate Pro ones. The ones that have like the extra cushioning and everything. Yeah. I bought those, dude. Fucking the sole was coming out of the bottom. I got a hole on the side. After how long? Like not even six months. Granted, I was wearing them to work and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's like, dude, I wasn't doing like crazy shit. But I feel like you don't wear like regular shoes to work often. You mostly have like boots on, right? Now, yeah, I bought a new pair of boots, but like I just bought Vans. And then 
the new pair I have, I just bought the authentic black pair. Mm-hmm. Dude, they I put them on and I was like, these shoes suck. They felt so shitty. So I'm like, dude. And then now they used to be fifty bucks. Now they're sixty bucks. Sixty-five. Not the uh, just the regular authentic black. I bought the uh, old schools and they're sixty-five. Oh, yeah, the old schools are sixty-five. Yeah. yeah, the old school low tops. Yeah, yeah, those are sixty-five. I think the highs are seventy. That's crazy. Dude, and when I was younger, like, they'd be forty. And the thing is, like, dude, I'd rather pay an extra. Yeah, they used to be like forty, mm-hmm. fifty bucks. And it's like, you know, what? I'd rather pay a little extra and get like a Nike or a New Balance or something that's gonna last. That's yeah. gonna feel good. Yeah. Than some shitty ass Vans. Do you think maybe you're just getting old? Like older? No, I think the quality's gone down. Like I really think the quality's gone down because I mean, it had, I mean, it had to have. I feel. Yeah. I mean, they're they're literally falling apart on me. Yeah. And like I said, I burned through shoes, but it takes me about a good year. These things have fell apart right away. And it's like I'm not skating anymore or anything. That's weird because like when you, when I used to, if I remember when I was younger, I would skate Vans for at least three months. Yeah, dude, Vans were solid. Yeah, they, they were a solid shoe. Yeah, they and they would last. They were the sole would never really fall off until the very end. Dude, I'll have to show you them. Like I even have a hole in the bottom. Could I just be a defective pair? Because I just bought some in October and I don't have any issues. You know what I do Maybe. notice though? The, the the toe does crease more on the side. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. it does crease more. Just but. watch that little like gum part around the bottom because mm-hmm. mine just started coming right off like it wasn't glued enough. Oh. And I mean, and like I said, the other pair I bought, the authentic pair, dude, it took me a minute to break those in. And I mean, you know, they're just, I don't know, they're just, to me for the money now, it's like I'd rather pay an extra 20, 30 bucks and get like, I don't know, a pair of Nikes or something. Yeah. You I mean, finish with 30 bucks. Why not? And at least you know you're paying for comfort. And they'll last longer. 100%. So yeah, Vans, shitty. But when we went in there, I bought shoes and then, you know, they asked me, oh, who helped you? I was like, I don't know. I'm like, there's yeah. a bunch of people in here. Like, am I supposed to just like, hey, point, what's your name? Like, point at the person, like, hey, what's your name? So I can let them know in the front. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, dude. It is weird, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's sad that they have to like work a job like that and then it's like commission based. It's yeah. like, how do you feel about tips? Like at restaurants. You gotta earn it. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's like I've I, I can count on one hand the number of times like that I didn't tip someone. Yeah. And it was like I remember it. Whenever um so I have a, I have a couple of friends that work in have worked in restaurants and they com- they I'm not gonna say complain, but they um if they get tipped very low they have an issue with it. Right. right? Which is okay, you know. Okay. Whenever they do that, I always think of that one Sopranos episode. When they walk out of the restaurant, it's Chris and Polly, and the oh. server's like, "Oh, was there an issue with the service?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" Oh, well, sir, the bill was this much money, and you tipped this much. And he's like, "Yeah, the bill was expensive." And then dude walks away and he throws a brick he at his head. With the brick. He had a seizure. Just shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I think of. He's like, "I have kids. Like, go back inside them before you get hurt." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you're getting hurt anyways. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, like, not to sound like a dick, like, oh, you got to earn your tip. But, I mean, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, we don't tip McDonald's or Burger King. And they're pretty much doing the same kind of service. If anything, they're doing a faster pace service. Yeah. Like, to me, it's like, I understand if things get fucked up. Yeah. And it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the, the food gets messed up. Well, that's the kitchen's fault. Yeah. You know, I fully can understand that. But it's like, dude, if you're just going to be rude and all that, like... Not to sound like an entitled asshole or anything, but it's like you have that job for a reason. You work in the service industry. Your whole point of your job is to serve people. That's why you're a server. That's why you're a waiter. That's why you're a waitress. Mm -hmm. That comes with the territory. Now, should the customer be rude? No. If you're going to have a fucking bad day, stay home. Yeah. And same thing goes for the person working. If you're going to have a bad day, stay home. I've worked in customer service before. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I had bad days, but when the person came up to the counter, I wasn't going to be a dickhead to them. No, they don't deserve that. No. Now, granted, I had people come up and they were assholes to me. And even then, I still wasn't an asshole because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be professional because say something pops off, two assholes don't win a fight. No. You'll have the upper hand if you're not an asshole. Yeah, because you kept so, your cool the whole time. Exactly. You're just like, hey, man, I was just being chill. I was being cool. They flew off, blah, blah, blah. Then you're safe. Yeah. But when it comes to like... You know, I just feel like if you're, if you're nice, if, you know, and it's not even like, oh, get the food there on time or whatever. Just like, just be cool. Just be, just be nice. Just, you know, it's like, Hey, can we get some extra napkins? Hey, no problem. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's like, you know, I've left nice tips for people before. 
Yeah. And then something I've left shit tips before. And then sometimes in a few cases I've left no tips. So like I'll see like TikToks and people like, oh, when you have a, a table full of of uh, twelve year olds and all they order is drinks. I'm like, yeah, they're twelve. Like they're not gonna be out here freaking buying appetizers up the yeah, ass. Yeah, they're not gonna be buying steak and lobsters all no. night and Come on. getting beers and shit. Like, yeah. yeah. But to me it's like I don't know. I feel like I don't expect like this like crazy like you know a plus service when I go to Chili's, but it's so just like food come out yeah. hopefully hot. But it's like hey, get my food right. Yeah, you know if I say no onion, don't put fucking onion in it. Yeah, bring the food out. If I ask for honey mustard, bring me some honey mustard. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, it's simple. It's like that's it's at the end of the day, it's your job. Like I'm not asking you for a fucking foot rub. No, you know, it's just like I'm asking for something nice. It's like on a. On a Reservoir Dogs, you ever seen that movie? No. And the, they have a whole thing about tipping in the beginning of the movie. Really? And the guy's like, "I don't tip," and he's like, "Why not?" And he's like, "The whole time we've been sitting here, he's like, you know, we've been having coffee. He's like, the girls only filled my coffee up like four or five times." And he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "If I'm sitting here, I want my coffee filled up like seven, eight times." And the guy's like, "What do you want to do? Take you out back and suck your dick?" And the guy's like, "I'll go over fifty percent for that." Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's true though. It's like I don't know. People shouldn't expect so much. And then also too, it's like if you're in the service industry, offer the service that you're paid yeah. to do. For I don't sure. know. I mean, but yeah, you should tip. Don't be an asshole. No. If you got the money, tip. Like, yeah, you gotta be a dickhead about it. And if you don't, do you think you shouldn't go out to eat? Um, because they said that too. You don't have money to tip. Don't go out to eat. I would say yes and no. But I mean, sometimes, man, hey, you don't know that person. Maybe that's all the money they that's got. That's what I said. I'm like, dude, what if what if you got like a, a like a nice man that has his four kids and his wife and he just made enough money to take them out to a nice dinner because they never mm-hmm. do? Or maybe it's his kid's birthday. And yeah. He's like, you know what? Like, I can't get them a party. I can't get them a jump house. But hey, I can at least go and get them a meal and a slice of cake. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, how much does he have in his pocket? He's got 40 bucks. The bill's thirty nine dollars. Yeah. What do you expect from this dude, man? Yeah. Like you know, I get it, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's a little bit of entitlement on the waiter or waitress because it's like, hey, man, you're still getting a paycheck. I understand, yeah. like most of the time, you rely on your tips. Mm-hmm. But you're still getting a paycheck, so you know. Yep. Feel that. I so, guess you know. Think about that with McDonald's or Burger King people. Once again, like I said, I don't know. But that's just my opinion. Did you get like some rough people at Foster Freeze? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. When I worked at Foster's, yeah, we'd get we get some wild people. I got a f- couple fun stories about Foster Freeze. Um, we'd get some rude people. We, uh, you know what the biggest complaint was with Foster Freeze was you guys are expensive. It's like yeah, I know we're expensive. They are expensive. Yeah. So go to Burger King. Yeah. Go to McDonald's. But like, also, Foster Freeze has like a ridiculous amount of menu items. Yeah. And it isn't complete shit either. It's pretty good. At least the burgers weren't that bad. Yeah. No, they're pretty good, but yeah, I mean, they're expensive, but that's the thing though. It's like you ask anybody, everybody knows Foster's expensive. Yeah. Like when you pull up in that line, you know how expensive it's going to be. Yeah. Like you're going to pay $30 for like two meals. Mm-hmm. But one night when I worked there, I would work there. Um, just any shift they'd give me, I'd work. So I worked drive through. So one night I was working and we would stay open till about like two in the morning. And then, yeah, we'd stay open super late. So <laughs> we were there. And this guy comes through the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it does the whole welcome to Foster's. Of all. It plays like a little audio thing. So the audio thing's done. And I'm just like, hey, man, how you doing? I can take your order. And it's like quiet. And I just hear like music playing. And I was like, sir, like, can you please lower your music? Take the order. Goes, yeah, man, let me get this. Let me get this. Orders a bunch of shit. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, man. Boom. There's your total. He pulls up. This dude is drunk. Like drunk as hell. And I'm just like, what's going on, man? He's just, oh, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, damn, dude. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then one of my coworkers was like, hey, like, I'm going to call the cops. Like, this guy can't drive. And I'm like, yeah, like, I agree. Like, you shouldn't drink and drive. Like, yeah. I'm, fully, I'm fully on board with that. So she's like, all right, just talk to him. So this guy's like, man, you're working late. I'm just like, yeah, bro. Like, you know, working, blah, blah, blah. He goes, you know what, man? Here. And he hands me, like, a bag back. And he goes, you eat that cheeseburger, man. So he bought me a cheeseburger. <laughs> Get it right back to you. Yeah, and then I'm just like, yeah, man. I was like, well, hang out, dude. Like, eat your food right here. Like, nobody's coming through. No, I got to go. I got to go. And he just speeds off the parking lot and just takes off. He tried. And, I mean, they called the cops and shit, but I don't know if they ever caught him. Hopefully, he made it home safe and sound. Didn't yeah. kill anybody or kill himself. But, yeah, so he bought me a cheeseburger. 
Hmm. And I was just like, well, and then, then my coworker's like, what the hell is that? And I was like, he gave me the cheeseburger. I was like, so he technically bought it and he gave it to me. Did he have any other food or was just that? Yeah, he ordered a bunch of food. Okay, so he oh, was dude, like, he ordered okay. like $60 worth of food. So I was like, damn, I thought too, like, man, this guy's going to stiff us. Like, he's just going to take off. And no, he paid. Oh. So I was just like, shit, man. Yeah, we deal with that. And then, um, yeah, you deal with like just kids, the rush. There was a high school across the street. So kids would get out and that place would just get popping. What was the most like uh, popular menu item that they all ordered? Or was it like a big variety? Ice cream. Ice cream? The ice creams, yeah. They're uh, twisters. Those are good. Yeah, those are really, really good. There used to be a, um, <laughs> there was a couple. <laughs> Not to say anything bad about them, but they were huge. They were, yeah. they were a big couple. And uh, you could get a quart of ice cream. You could tell them, like, oh, I want a quart of ice cream. All right, cool. They would get a quart of ice cream with a Butterfinger in it. So two quarts of ice. They would order food. They'd order, like, the Double Decker or the Big Boss. Mm -hmm. So they'd order a large meal with large drinks, like Diet Pepsi, whatever. Then they would order the quart-size Twisters. And, yeah, and they would come once or twice a week. Wow. A week. They were there all the time. Like, I knew them. they'd pull up and, hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'd see their truck in the in the camera and the girls would start getting on the bar and start making the orders because they knew, like, damn, like, they're coming through. Was it always the usual thing? Always. Okay. It was either they'd get, like, the big boss or the double-decker or two double-deckers. Their food was always different, but they always wanted the quart Butterfinger ice creams. Same ice creams. It was just vanilla with, with Butterfinger in it. Oh. And you just swirl it all up. And I mean, don't get me wrong. That's probably pretty good. It was super good. But I'm like, dude, to eat that like twice a week, like that'll kill you. Oh, yeah. It's like they definitely probably have the clogged artery. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm like, that'll, that'll kill you quick, man. So the traffic situation, have you noticed anything about it? San Jose traffic. Boy, oh, boy. You know what, man? This I swear, as soon as the rain hits... Everybody forgets how to stop driving. Dude, seriously. Everybody forgets how to stop driving. So I noticed, I don't know, I feel like with me, I, like when I drive in the rain, I try to go at least between 55 and the speed limit, legal. I don't like to like, mm -hmm. exceed that. Yeah. There's people that just zoom right past you going 80 with this whole storm going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll get the people that are driving 80, 85, 90, but then you also get the people that are driving like 35. That's a little and too it's slow. Like, it's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like 45, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, both of you are going to kill someone. Yeah. My my biggest pet peeve, I and, and, and I say this, like how people say, if you don't tip, don't go eat. Mm -hmm. If you can't merge, don't drive. No. If you can't merge, you have no business being on the road. I don't care who you are. Hell I don't care no. how old you are. If you cannot merge, get off the fucking road. You have no reason merging on a freeway at 35 miles an hour. I will lay on my horn. I'll just yeah. stay on the horn. I'll be up your ass on the horn. And please believe, I don't give a fuck who you are, what you are, how old you are. You're getting the fucking finger when I pass by. Yeah. I, I hate it, dude. I hate it. Because it's like, dude, you're going to hurt somebody. I hate the the one, the, what is it? Um, Capital? Merging onto the to the one hundred and one. That's for me. That's the worst. Um, I see people merging. Capital onto the one hundred and one. Yeah, the one down by past King and Story. No, the one by the Target. Oh, okay, okay. That okay. one. Yeah, that's yeah. like by far the worst. That that area is a little rough, but the uh, right here on Capital. Mm -hmm. When you're getting off of Capital and you do that little that little turn mm -hmm. onto the two hundred and eighty. Yeah. Oh my! I, I drive that every day. That's how I go home. Like, I. Fucking man, that's where I'm on the horn all yeah. the time. Yeah, that one's That's bad. the worst spot. Nobody knows how to merge. No. It's like, I don't understand how hard merging is. You know what bugs me too? It really shouldn't. But when you see somebody just cruising the far right lane at like 50 and you have to merge on and they just go right past you at a constant speed because you're going 50 to merge and they're mm -hmm. going 50 just cruising. Yeah. And then it's even worse when there's like, when you're in that exit only lane and you only have so much amount of time to mm -hmm. get over, it pisses me off. Yeah. When people are just like going way too slow in the slow lane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't do that. They shouldn't be in the slow lane when people are merging on like yeah. that. That's why there's multiple lanes. Yep. So they should go over even though they're going slow. You got to go over to create room for people to merge because mm -hmm. everything's just supposed to flow. Yeah. But when you have dumbasses like that, that's when we have traffic. Yeah. Because nobody knows what the fuck they're doing out there. Nope. I, I yeah, I can't stand it. Like. I've, I've learned to just accept it now because before I just fly off the handle. 
Yeah. But now I'm just like, you know, man, it is what it is. The only time I kind of get really super irritated is the slow merge. Yeah. Where it's like, dude, you got to pick it up. You cannot merge onto the freeway at 25, 35. And some, I've, I've talked to some people and they're like, it's scary. I'm like, they don't drive. You got no business being on the road. If you're scared driving, yeah. get off the road. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, yeah, when you're driving and it's pouring rain and you can barely see the car in front of you, it's pretty scary. Like this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty scary. Like, yeah, but it's like, you know what? Like, you got to just do it. Yeah. You got to put yourself in that zone and do it. Don't, you know, you can't have a, a crisis every time you get behind the wheel. If that's the case, Uber. It took me, I think, uh, four months to get on the freeway to like, get the courage. And then you realize how easy the freeway is. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Dude, to me, the freeway was... It took me a minute to get on the freeway when I started driving. Mm-hmm. And I started driving late in life. Because I just took the bus everywhere. How late? Because I was 18. I was 19. 2006. No. 2015? 16? I got my oh, license. Oh, so you were what? Like 20? Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't have my license for a minute. Yeah, dude. I didn't have my license for a minute. Yeah. But I just took the bus everywhere, so I didn't have to drive. The but bus then, is chill. But then once I learned how to drive and I got on the freeway, I was just like, dude, residential is so sketchy. Yeah, you like, watch out for people, kids. Yeah, dude. Like, if you if you gave me the option to drive down Story mm-hmm. or drive down the 101, I'll take the 101 any time of the day. Yeah, yeah dude, because the, the freeway, it's like, dude, you get in your lane, you stay in your lane, you cruise at your speed. You're good. Most yeah. of the time, you're driving straight on the freeway, dude. You gotta watch out for people blowing through red lights. You gotta watch out for people running out in front of you. You gotta yeah. watch out for cars backing out, and just dumbasses. Yeah. So I, I feel like residential and like city driving is scarier than freeway. Like for people, I always tell people like, dude, freeways, it's easy. Like freeways, super easy. Yeah. Believe it or not, I haven't driven in San Francisco yet. Do you remember when we went? And I was driving your mom's car. Yeah. And I like skid up going up that hill. Yeah. Dude, that was probably my worst driving experience ever. Was it because it wasn't your car or just in general? It well, wasn't a good one. One, yeah. One, it's not my car. Two, that was like my real first time driving in the city and the car's packed full of people. I didn't even like, notice that you dude, were nervous. I remember, oh, I remember us like going straight up for a minute. That, felt, that hill sucked. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. No, that one. And then there was like three cars in front of us and there was a stop sign at the top yeah. of the hill. Dude, I was like. Yeah, Please don't I, go back. Dude, I almost like, I was like, dude, I'm going to cry going yeah. up this thing. That, that was like my, my scariest driving experience ever. Dang. Scariest, dude. Like, yeah, that that one. And one time, uh, one time my cousins and I were in a car. Mm-hmm. And my cousin Michael was driving a truck, a pickup truck. And um, we were out at this house and it was super fucking muddy. Mm-hmm. And he decided to do donuts in the truck or we might have been in the blazer i'm not sure hopefully he can jog my memory one day but Chevy? uh yeah like a, but like a like a newer kind of okay. blazer but like old like 2000s okay so he starts doing these fucking donuts and this dude can't do donuts so he's doing these fucking donuts but it's so muddy that it's like we're not even doing donuts anymore he just lost traction so we're just spinning <sighs> so it's like not even like a controlled donut so we're spinning. He finally gets the car to stop. And there's probably like a six, seven foot drop off. Because there's just fields around us. Yeah. It's just nothing but fields. We went out to like a little ranch house. And there's nothing but fields around us. But there's a drop off into the field. Like I said, probably about a good seven foot drop. Mm. We were right at the edge of that drop. It probably would have flipped over. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And we were out there and it was pitch black. I think was there was night? like... Five or maybe six of us in the car. I'm not Damn. sure, but yeah, dude, it would have been. Yeah, you guys are lucky. It would have been no bueno. Yeah. So that was, but driving up that hill in San Francisco was scarier than that. Damn. Yeah, that was, and like I said, I'm in your mom's car, dude. Yeah. Like I don't want to crash your fucking mom's no. car. Like if it's my car, fucking whatever. I got insurance. I'm like, dude, I do not want to crash your mom's car. And then remember, I kept running red lights because I was like confused. And I yeah. would just pass through. Your mom was like, "Oh, that one was red." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my bad." That's funny. Yeah, that was yeah, that that time was scary. So San Francisco's pretty scary. LA's easy. LA I don't like. It's aggressive. You gotta be really, really aggressive if you're gonna drive in I, LA. I don't mind that part. I haven't driven in LA before, but mm. from when I've been passenger, I don't like how the how the freeways they switch into other freeways. Yeah, you I don't gotta, like the layout. It yeah. just confu- it confuses me. 
you got to really pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're driving and you got directions on, it's pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. But it just, it's, it's super aggressive. Like I'm not bad with giving directions, but in LA I fucked up a couple of times. And when you miss an exit in LA, it took like an extra like 20 minutes to get to where we were going. I, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it where it's like, take the exit and I like take the, like the wrong one. And yeah. then it's like, oh, rerouting. And it's like, oh, that adds another 20 minutes to the trip. Yeah. yeah. I've done it. It happens. I'm the king at missing exits. I suck. I've missed. Let me see. I don't think I missed too many. I might have with you once. I just remember that time we went to the gym and the fucking uh, you oh, were yeah. driving stick. Dude, that was uh, when I. So for those that don't know, when I was nineteen, I got my license and I drove my uncle's truck for a while, and it was a nineteen ninety Toyota pickup, mm-hmm. and I just learned how to drive it. And I told Ethan, "Hey, let's go to because we used to go to the gym a lot." I told him it was like five in the morning. Let's go to the gym and I'll take the I'll take the truck. He's wow. like, "All right, we'd leave at like four to be there to be there by five. Yeah, because we'd leave like around like close to six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he's like, "Yeah, cool, man." Ethan's chill, so I mean, he wasn't gonna say no. I don't give a fuck. So, um, well, he was learning, yeah. so he's like, oh, "I want to take the truck so I can practice driving, and there's not gonna be a lot of people out, so I can get used to stoplights." And I was like, "Hey, man, you want to drive? Let's fucking go!" Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, it's cool. And I stalled at least <laughs> twice at each light on the way there. And I parked in the very back because there was no cars nearby. We parked hella far, like way in the back. <laughs> yeah. That was, it was rough to get there. And then on the way home at the light, you kept stalling. And then there was cars behind us. And then you kind of like panicked. And yeah. you're like, there's cars behind us. And I was like, fuck those cars, dude. What are <laughs> yeah. they going to do? I'm like, yeah. they don't like it. They can go around. <laughs> yeah. That still wasn't as bad as when I stalled on Story Road, turning left onto White. No, sorry, I was turning left to Story Road on White Road. Was I with you? No, I was going oh, to work okay. at Home Depot that day. Oh. And it was a really nice Saturday morning at 9 oh, right o'clock. Oh, by Super T? Yeah, Ooh. I stalled there four times. That's a bad place and to stall. And I backed up the traffic all the way to the laundromat. Very nice. Oh, uh, the, the laundromat was yes. when you pull in? Yes. Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and people were honking at me. I'm seeing people's <laughs> arms going up. I'm sweating bullets because it's like a nice day in May. Damn. And it was like uh, almost 80 degrees in the morning. So people were out and about. But you see, you know, you know what's cool about shit like that, though? Like, you can look on that now, and it's, like, funny. No, oh, it's very funny. Because, yeah, like, like the cool. driving stick isn't shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. It's not that, it's not that bad. What happened to that Toyota? It's at my deal's house. Oh, okay. So, yeah. has it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that thing's a shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and that took us to the gym. That yeah. was fun. It got me everywhere for a minute. Yeah, that's when the windshield wipers stopped working, right? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell that story. <laughs> yeah. So, again, it was, it was probably like April or May. Might have, was it? it actually, could, oh, okay. Um, could have been March, April, or May. Anyways, it was, uh, it, it wasn't, it, that whole year was never really rainy. Mm-hmm. It was always nice. But the one yeah. rainy day of the year, I had to work late at 11. And I was already nervous because I'm like, fuck, this car doesn't have defrosters. That ain't nothing. It, huh? The windshield wipers were old, <laughs> so I had to take the truck home. And I get I get on the street, and I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm on the road. All I gotta do is just get home." And the windshield wipers are so bad, I can barely see. And then turns out the main road is blocked off, so I had to turn left into um, a parking lot, and then go back on the road to get home. But I go Holy the back shit. way, and I, the only way I could see was it was all fogged up, and again, no defrosters. You know, roll the windows down. Get in there. Okay. <laughs> I notice that it's pouring rain, and the one little spot that's clear is at the very bottom of the windshield. Mm. So I'm looking down, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I rolled down the windows, and I, I, I stuck my head out the window and drove the whole way home with just my head wet for a good five minutes. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was, uh, that was scary. It didn't have AC or anything, huh? Had nothing. Fuck. So like, I, I drive to work like, and say in the morning and I'd be leaving work I would sweat just two minutes two minutes into that car ride I had no speaker either so I had to use my portable speaker for music yeah I remember we had the portable speaker in yeah. there yeah yeah because we went to the gym what twice in it I think mm-hmm. and then after that you were like can you drive I don't want to drive it anymore yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I was like yeah I'll drive I only wanted to drive when I had to yeah because I was like yeah I was like you gotta learn man like yeah. the only way to learn is to jump in it sometimes well then then when I got comfortable I got too comfortable so I told my friend, like, hey, let's go for a drive in the truck. He's like, all right, cool, I'm down. So we go to Ellen Rock Park. I got to Ellen Rock, Park, Ellen Rock Park smooth sailing. I was like, no stall, nothing. I was like, hell yeah, I got this shit down now. 
then I got too confident and we went up Clayton Road past Quick Stop mm. on the way home. I was like, dude, you know what? Let's just go see where this road ends. Dude, I was going and going and going and realized I, I kept going to the top. I'm like, I don't think I'd get this far. So I was like, you know what, dude, I'm turn back around. He's like, okay. Mind you. So on the way up, it's like just little houses on the hills. So the, the roads are small. So I had to do a three-point turn. But if I went too far and I fucked up, it's a cliff. Oh, shit. So I did that. I had to like back up into someone's driveway and go up a little hill and then go back down and fix myself and go back down the hill. Damn. And I was on the edge of a cliff. Like we got down, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's what's what happens when you get too comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you shoot yourself lesson. in the foot. Yeah, it was funny though. It's funny now. I've been there before. Really? Yeah. You what? just get too comfortable with some shit. You're just like, yeah, I can do that. And then you realize, like, I can't fucking do that. What was it? One was a work thing. Okay. We were climbing like a scaffold unit at my old job, and I was like, I can get up on the top of that. I got up there and I was like, I don't want to be up here. It's too high. Oh, dude, knee shaking. Like, I felt like I was going to throw up. Like, if I would have fell off of that, it would have most likely just been death. Did you have a harness on? No, dude. The fuck? <laughs> were you doing cleaning windows? No, we were trying to change some light bulbs in like this super fucking high unit. It was basically a loft, so it's like a mm. two-story unit. Yeah. And I was all the way at the roof, like just shaking. And Damn. I was like, I got to get down. I was like, I can't even like lift my arms up to grab the light bulb out. And then they were like, yeah, get down. And then I had a hell of a time coming down. So, yeah, I learned then, like, sometimes you can't put your money where your mouth is. Uh, that's scary, though. Yeah, because it's fucking, it gets rough, dude. Yeah. Shit. Where are we at time-wise with this bad boy? A minute and six seconds. You know what? We could probably wrap it up here. Yeah. Cool. So, is this, so what is this? Is this going to be the, the ER pod or? I don't know. Like a segment. I don't know. Like a little a little thing here and there. I was gonna say because I can come record. Yeah, we can do this every so often. Yeah, I'm down. Cool. Well, if we do this next time, we'll post a picture. Yeah, and then people just send in some questions. If you guys are curious about whatever or you want to hear us rant or bring up a topic that you want us to discuss, tell some stories. We could yep. do more ghost stories next time. Yeah, I can lock into that more. Cool. So yeah, this was fun. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, man. All right. Thanks Bye, everybody. Me. Later. <laughs>